there are so many uh, there's so many new buildings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's like I said, it's gotten so that there there used to be a separation. There used to be you know uh, a little bit of green space in between Toronto and and Mississauga and Oakville and all those places up here, and now it's just one big urban area. That's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, I, I guess that's how, like, I remember when I went to Bath when I was in England, and I'm thinking of it as the little hamlet in uh, Agatha Christie and in Jane Austen. But when uh-huh. I got there, it's bigger than Los Angeles. It's all spread out. I mean, it goes for miles. Um, they went, they, it's like goes right over the mountain. That's, there's like a little, it's like Bath within a little mountain range. But Bath is bigger than that. It goes over the mountain. It's like, <laughs> it's huge. Bath is gorgeous. It's a, um, and from what I remember, and I was there um, not that many years ago. I would say probably around five years ago. I went there with my husband. It was summertime. Beautiful. Um, yeah, Bath itself is cool. But I'm just saying it looks like cool. a suburb outside of it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a beautiful little uh, it's a beautiful little city. But you know what struck me is it shuts down at six o'clock. Really? Well, it, it, yeah, because I mean, it, I'm not sure. Like here, I mean, everything's open until two a.m. Right? Right. On yeah, but there, um, you know, we were lucky to to be able to get like a drink and a pizza at uh, at six o'clock and dinner because they're open during the day. But then they would shut down. Yeah, no, I just I, I I wasn't there. I was only there for a little while because I went. I was by myself, so I took a lot of tours. So I I took a a tour of um, Stonehenge and Bath and Salisbury. Oh yes, yes, we went there too. Did you take uh, uh, one of those little buses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was that right. Was a- that's what I, I was right behind the bus driver, and when we went over this the first hill, I said, oh, is this a, another city? He goes, oh, no, this is the outskirts of Bath. I go, uh-huh. wow, it comes all the way out here. He says, yeah, uh-huh. and it goes beyond. It goes up over the ridge, and it goes past it. He goes, it's, it's really spread out. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, and, and it's pretty. Architecture is beautiful. In Bath, it has all that great Regency architecture. Yeah. But I yeah. didn't know that they closed down. That's like the Midwest here in, in America. <laughs> when we uh, moved from California to the Midwest, that's the one thing we couldn't get used to was, you know, uh-huh. the, it, 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 like the streets uh, basically are empty by a certain time. And it's all, you know, we were used to being able to get fast food or any kind of delivery. And they didn't do that. It was just, it's like a different it's like a different yeah, planet. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a different lifestyle altogether, you know. It is a different lifestyle, and it's like, uh, you know, but it, it was strange because it's a tourist. There's a lot of tourists there, mm-hmm. you know. But you would think, hey, you know, tourists, they want to go out at night, and, and they want to shop, and, and they want to do this and that. But, you know, everything was shut down. Everything was shut down by 6 o'clock. That's so interesting. It, we found it kind of odd, but, you know, to each his own, as they say. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know. Um, and Bath is beautiful, and it's gorgeous, and I love it. But my big thing when I was there, you're going to laugh, 
is that I, I was I studied archaeology, so I, the Roman ruins were just that was what I was there for. I was I just oh, sure. it was yes. the coolest thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> you must uh, you must have toured the Roman baths then. Yeah, I went to the Roman baths, and then as you go under the the church and you go through, they have all these little things with the different finds that were find at the baths. And, the uh -huh. coins and uh -huh. the jewelry and all this. Oh, it was so cool. And all I could uh -huh. think of because, you know, in, uh, in California we have um, some great archaeological sites for uh, uh, the first people. But it, it it just, I mean, to actually step where Romans stepped, that was cool. We don't have anything like that. <laughs> Incredible, yeah. And, uh, I mean, have you ever been to, have you ever been to Rome? No, no. Well, now you're talking. If you wanna, if you wanna step back in time, that's, you know, you have to, you have to set some time aside and and travel there because if you if you're an archaeologist, that's the place to be, Sherry. Well, actually, <laughs> I was in I was in Peru, so I did do Incan oh, well. society. Oh yeah. Um, but and and England and and France, I I have been to a few places, but no, I never got up to. Roman, just I, I would love to. I just, you know, I only have so much money and so much time on my vacation. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, I get it. I we get limited vacations in the U.S. <laughs> other, unlike other countries, we get very limited vacations. <laughs> yeah, true, I know, I know. It's not like uh, Europe; they have. Um, you know, you get a good four weeks a, uh, a year to start, right? Yeah, my my yeah. friend has been in the same. She uh she she was laid off and she found another job, so she's basically been on the job there for like eight nine years, so she gets like three months. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I know, I know, I know. They get they get a they get time for like um. You know, they get Christmas and they get the like a like a couple of weeks for the summer and and several weeks sure. for the winter. And I mean, sure. yeah. I mean, the thing is, they work just yep. as hard as we do. <laughs> and and you know what? That's that's really the way to live, right? Yeah, um, I love that idea. Yeah, it's the way to live. I also love that, like the tax for gas goes to all kinds of stuff. It goes to repairing the streets, gives, uh, schools, books and stuff for schools, and uh -huh. a bunch of other stuff. And the thing is is that uh, most people are willing to pay that extra money uh -huh. for their gas in, uh -huh. in order for all the stuff to be happening. I think it's yeah. also... I think in Germany it actually pays for their medical coverage too. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah. But it, it, you know what? I don't mind paying taxes either. I really don't, as 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 long as I know that it's being spent wisely. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, if it's wasteful, if it's wasteful, and I think a lot of it, a lot of it is. Um, I, I that's it. You know, that's hard. That's hard-earned money. Right. Yeah. And you, you want it. I don't mind paying taxes as long as it it goes to 
you know, it, it, as it's spent wisely. But who knows what, you know? I know. I, what I don't like about the way it is in our country is that they will have a very important bill, a very good bill, something that would be very helpful to, uh, you know, for people to get a home or for people to, uh, uh, for schooling or uh, to, to forgive school loans or whatever. Really uh -huh. great bills, but then the other party will stick a bunch of stuff on it that's basically what they call pork and yeah. in order to get it through you they either to get their votes you have to accept it or you know it won't go through it, it's yeah. just it's yeah. like the sort of um that's pop Oh, right? it's, it's, it's politics. politics. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. that's the way to. I was gonna. I I couldn't think of the word for it, but I guess you just call it politics. If it is it's politics, it's the way you have to do business. Unfortunately, you know, I think you have to. There's a give and take, right? And if you get, if you want to get something done, you know, um, uh, you know, there everyone's everyone wants a piece of the pie. Everyone wants everyone wants to be happy, you know. But are we happy? <laughs> are we happy if you know if we're giving away so much I don't know I don't know but anyway what I was just saying is that I think it's cool that it's not income tax or federal tax or anything it's just it's something you're actually consuming right the gas yeah it, it's something yeah. It, it's it's um and like I said most people are fine with their money go, paying the extra money for it in uh -huh, order uh -huh. that you know the roads are clean and their schools have supply oh, good supplies and I think that's absolutely. great. I think that's what we should do. <laughs> yeah, I mean absolutely, it sh it should be that way. You know, if you're if uh, if you're paying taxes, it should go to the greater good. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I I that that was the, my point was just that it was going for good stuff. It was it was a positive thing. Uh -huh. You know, and because and, the other way, the way we do it, it, we don't know where all our money goes. I mean, we don't, yeah. in, honestly. But um, in that country, in in Europe, they do know because it, uh -huh. because it's it's all listed when you when you get your gas bill. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully it's it's they're being truthful, right? Well, yeah, because that's another. <laughs> but I wouldn't know that. I don't live there. Telling us the truth. <laughs> but I, I don't live there. But hey, I kind of just <laughs> like the idea that you know I'm, I'm yeah. filling my tank and I'm taking care of all this other business at the same time. I think that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what it should be right. Yep. I I just like the idea of good stuff happening from just doing a simple task. Okay. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to know, um, uh, have you been reading any interesting books lately? Um, actually, I'm in the middle, not in the middle of one. I'm, I'm about three quarters done. Um, Stephen King happens to be one of my favorite authors. I don't know if you read any Stephen King. No, I don't like horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one isn't, uh, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of it is, uh, a lot of it is horror. I'm. I mean, I I started reading Stephen King when I was in my early teens. So I started with Salem's Lot, and 
um, the stand and the shining, you know, and all this early stuff. Um, and I've read uh, his short stories uh, when he's, um, he, his pen name, Richard Bachman. So he wrote a bunch of short stories and, um, and, but towards the middle, like, uh, I, I don't know what it is, whether his, his writing style changed or whatever. It's, I wasn't crazy about his stuff. And my husband bought me his latest. It's called a fairy tale. And it's supposed to be kind of like a, um, a return to his old, you know, his old style of writing and that. And uh, so I'm enjoying it. It's, it's really good. It's, uh, it's called Fairy Tale, and it's about, um, and there's always, with Stephen King, there's always a real world element, and then there's the fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's about this uh, boy who discovers um, his, uh, a good friend of his, an elderly man, he passes away, and he, uh, he discovers this whole new, uh, uh, another world, another dimension, I guess, under this, uh, in this man's shed. And it's, I, I don't want to give anyone anything away. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it's, it's really, really interesting. The way he ties up the fairy tale world that is in this new, in this new realm, and then the fairy tales that we tell over, you know, up here in our world. It's kind of like a meshing of this. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And so far, it, it hasn't been gory. Or, or anything so I'm, I'm you know I'll get back to you Sherry about the end I'm about three quarters done and if it's good I will I'll message you and I'll say if you go ahead and read it because it's not that graphic <laughs> okay I mean the only thing of his I've ever I, I, I didn't read it but I saw was stand uh, stand by me that's it oh yeah because yeah. it's a, it was and a great story and it's not scary it was yeah <laughs> And a short story that wasn't even a novel it was a yeah. short story a yeah, short I, story, yeah I always think it's interesting how good stor- short stories are for a movie you never yeah it's like yeah. Rear Window uh, Hitchcock's Rear Window with um, Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly that was a short story a lot of a lot of Hitchcock's stuff was a short story um, oh, I didn't know and 39 Steps uh, it wasn't a short story, it was a novella, but he hardly used any of the material in the book. He really re- recreated it. He just basically used the name 39 Steps, the name Richard Hannity, uh, the murder, and um, and uh, his escape to Scotland. Other than that, it's a completely different story than the book. I just finished reading it. <laughs> Interesting. I was surprised. Actually, I was shocked. I, I kept, oh well, where's the girl? And and uh, and and when they were explaining the thirty nights, it's totally different. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you wonder, like you know, directors really take uh, uh, liberties with um, with authors' work, right? Yeah. And what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know. Hey, they paid for it. You can't say anything. Yeah. They take a lot of money for it most of the time, so. Yeah, right, right. have those rights, right, so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, the book I just finished, I was telling you in the green room, was the Little Venice Bookshop, and it's so good. It's so beautiful. Um, It's by Rebecca Raisin. It's it's 
very, very I, sweet. Yeah, I think uh, from your description, it's it, it was it's lovely. Yeah, I, think I just might go look for one. It's um, it's about a girl who's trying to discover who her father is, and yeah. and, and and dealing with the loss of her mother. And yeah, and and yeah. she's a free spirit and a wanderer and a backpacker, it, and she learned that from her mom and 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 but she's trying to find a life and it's just it's it made me cry. Aww. <laughs> is, uh, is this present day or is it a contemporary book? Or? Yes, it's contemporary. It's modern. Oh, yeah. cell phones, the internet, that up. the cell phones, mm-hmm. internet, the whole schmear is in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. But yeah, I loved it. It was, and it was as I was telling you, I sometimes you never know. This book was I, I just started using the library lap Libby, and I was getting uh-huh. a little frustrated that all the books I wanted that I could hold it, but it wasn't available for twelve, thirteen something weeks. And this book was available. I went look for available now. And it has this cute name, the Little Venice Bookshop, and a really pretty cover, and that's the one I picked. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is this an ebook, or or did you, or is it a physical copy that you got? I actually got it as uh, you have a choice. Um, you could borrow it and go to the library. Or you could you could get it and, and available, mm-hmm. and they will hold it for you at the library. Mm-hmm. Or you can mm-hmm. put it on your um, Kindle, and I, I actually chose the Kindle. Um, yeah, it, it fades after two weeks, right? It fades away. Well, you have works? 21 days to read it, and then right. um, after you finish reading, it'll, it'll leave your Kindle. What? Probably it's about just, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, it's, it's just really, really a good book. I I highly recommend it. Very sweet. Excellent. A lot of surprises. Very twisty. Good Mm -hmm. romance. It's good. (laughs) Who doesn't like a good romance? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, not good romance in it, too, but it ends with a good romance. (laughs) (laughs) You know, pretty girl. In, the, in Venice, you're going to end up with a lot of like things that aren't that nice. So. <laughs> yeah, lots of romances out there that don't are you know are not they're not my cup of tea, honestly. But you this know, is, but uh, this isn't. It has to. Be, this really isn't a romance. It's got more depth than that. <laughs> right. Excellent. Yeah, it's really just about a girl trying to find her way after her mother dies mm-hmm. and dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. Which is hard for anybody. I'm, you never, you never really recover from the loss of a parent. True, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It is. It's very rough. I know. But isn't I, that is that cool? It's really a good book. Yeah, I like I said, I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have to see if we have it here, it's available. Yeah, it, I, it's just like I said, that was just basically. Kismet, I guess. <laughs> I was frustrated. I wanted a book now. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> um, so uh, how is your writing going? Anything happening? Um, what's your new book about? 
Um, well, the book that uh, is, is imminent, there, um, I just um, completed a, um, um, the last revisions on it, and we're trying, we're working through uh, the cover right now, is it's a reboot of a series that was originally published um, in Canada by, it's called Morning Rain Publishing. And it was a small press um, run by three women. And uh, they, they picked up the book, and it was the first book I ever wrote, first novel. And it's a, it's a young adult. Um, and so, and it's a series. It's a duology, actually. So there's Alice of the Rocks, and that's part one. And then there's um, Alice, part two, and it's called Angel of Time. Hmm. So... Uh, we're just getting through the uh, the process of uh, uh, the covers right now, and they're to be released. I think uh, Alice is to be released in June, and then the follow-up, the duology part two, is going to be released in the fall. So I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to actually seeing them in print again. You know, and it's um, the publisher is um, is. Fire and Ice, yeah, uh, Young Adult Publishing, Young Adult and New Adult, and they're based in Minnesota. That's cool. And it, and you, you said in fall. You don't know exact dates or anything, right? Um, it, it, it um, I think um, it's the end of May or at the end of May. So I think it's about. I think it, it's on the Tuesday, the last Tuesday in May, because books are usually released on Tuesdays, right? Mm-hmm. And then in October, the end of October. And so I'm. Ha- oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm hoping. Of, uh, I was going to say I'm hoping to have a uh, a launch here in um, uh, in Canada, probably around the beginning of December. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't had lunch parties for a while. <laughs> Unless it's online, they don't really. We haven't yeah, really well, been having them because of the COVID and everything. Yeah, I had uh, one. Um, my my the book that was released before uh, these are was Magenta, and uh, I actually had a launch for that, and it, we had such a good time. That happened last November. And uh, we had, um, uh, it was like standing room only. It was fantastic. We had, I had such a good turnout. Um, so pleased and had such a great support, you know. So um, um, I'm happy that those are happening again, you mm-hmm. know, because I heard that I didn't have a launch online, but I heard that they're not really that successful. It depends. I, I actually uh, have some of people I know have had launches online that did really well and some didn't. It depends on the book and depends on, you know, the publicity and all that stuff. And it depends what the book's about, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and audiences, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there are people who are rapid genre fans. So if it's a genre like mysteries or horror or romance or fantasy, those are, like, easier than a a literary thing that's more, um, like... Like cerebral or, yeah. 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 
Yeah. I, I get it. They're harder to digest, I guess, right? <laughs> well, you know, intellectuals don't actually run to the bookstore. They, they go when they want to. Um, <laughs> they're less, they're more independent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it really helps if you have a good support system. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, you know, family and friends always seem to turn out. They're always, uh, they're always great uh, to support. And uh, actually, I've been surprised, too, when I have, I have strangers coming in that I have no idea how they found out uh, about it. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, it's the bookstore, you know, mm-hmm. the bookstore sends out these blast emails and uh, um, you know like you said it uh, depends on the genre depends on what you're interested in it mm-hmm. depends on you know and sometimes it's just uh, a matter of curiosity right right yeah. I mean and yeah. there's some of things like the um, re uh, imaginings of classics which I actually really enjoy um, mm-hmm. that's basically would be under the literature that one's going hot. I mean, everybody, all ages are into those. And so right now, this is a perfect time. If you're if you're working on some Greek tragedy that you're reimagining, this is the time to publish because it's really hot right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know, that's good. The, uh, you know, they'll find an audience. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting because personally I love that stuff, but I was really surprised that this is like it's it's everywhere that you uh-huh. can find the um, uh, the one about Medusa, Stone Blind, I think it's the name of it, um, uh-huh. Circe um, by Madeline Miller, uh, all uh-huh. these different books, and they're they're everywhere. You go to a regular uh used bookstore, they're there. You go to a big store like Barnes and Noble, they're there. So right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're really hot. But well, uh, and anything to revive um anything to revive, you know, uh reading and mm-hmm. uh and to encourage uh, literacy and and people reading in general, you know, getting away from a, and not screens per se, because I know a lot of people enjoy their Kindles and they read, they read online, right? Or mm-hmm. they they read on their devices. But I mean, just reading in general. Yeah, I do right? both. I mean, I read both. I mean, like, like right now, I'm reading the Circe as a regular paperback that's right here. But I'm also mm-hmm. reading like uh, the Venice book that I was telling you about online. I mean. It depends yeah. where you're getting it, you know. <laughs> I bought this at a bookstore, Cersei. <laughs> yeah, good, excellent. Um, but um, and and then I got a whole bunch of books for my birthday too. Mhm, that's good. Because <laughs> I'm into classics, so a lot of my friends sent me classics. Oh, and you know, getting books as gifts, it's always uh. You know, or even a gift card to a bookstore that helps too. Yeah, that's how I got Cersei. I got um, that, I got a, a gift card from one of my friends for my birthday. <laughs> it, it, that helps to support authors too, because um, uh, you know, there's a real. I'm not sure how it is down there, but I mean, readership is is down up here in Canada, and uh, there's less and less being published, and uh, you know, I'm. 
publishing companies are doing less and less marketing. You know, they don't have the money to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, um, you're, you know, you're a major author or a major personality, uh, you know, um, for example, you know, Prince Harry, you know, they everything has gone into marketing that. I mean, it doesn't even need marketing, right? No, it just has, um, has his name on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's, um, there's less than there's less and less money to go around for the little people like like me to to have marketing happening. So there's, you know, it falls on a lot of our shoulders. So the more support we can get from people buying gift cards to bookstores, the better it is. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. And I'm a nut. I love. I I, I get like if I love a book. And usually, sorry, it's a classic. Um, uh, like The Great Gatsby. I have, like, so many editions of it, or um, Pride and Prejudice or Persuasion. Uh, right. You know. Right. But then I also bring, buy a lot of uh, uh, regular authors, like yourself. I buy a lot of books. Um, yeah. In fact, my TBR is really big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I love, I love reading all, I, that's another thing. Read some variety. Don't just read uh-huh. one thing. Um, uh-huh. my dad was a science fiction fan and he read golden age of science fiction books like Ray Bradbury, Isaac Asimov, Heinlein, but he read the same books over and over again. And later in life in his sixties, he got bored. He actually got bored. Finally, after reading the same books over and over again for years, and he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what books to get because he'd been reading those books his entire life. So my brother and I um, conspired, and first I uh, we got him stuff that we thought he might like, but he did like them, but it wasn't. He didn't really get excited. One was like Hunchback of Notre Dame and. Another one, uh-huh. um, Three Musketeers, adventure stuff, you know, because yeah. he likes science fiction. And he liked them, but but really, <laughs> my girlfriend introduced me to Harry Potter, and uh-huh. it was the first series outside of science fiction my father got excited about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get, and you know, I, I understand that. I get it. My uh my daughters started reading Harry Potter, and uh, they they loved it. And so I started reading it, and I was hooked, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's one of my it's one of my favorite series now of all time. I, you know, it's not only for children too. Oh you know, no, because, I know. Um, you know, like my my young adult books. There, I have. I, I have kids reading them, but I also have adults reading them. They love it. You know, I have adults coming to my, my launches, and, uh, you know, they buy the books and they read them. It's, it's You know, it has nothing to do with age, right? It's yeah. whether you enjoy it or not. No, I agree completely. It's, it's, it doesn't. It's, mm-hmm. um, and it's really interesting because recently I kind of got sucked into the wonderful world of BookTube, and I am enjoying mm-hmm. it. But and one of the things that gives me heart is that a lot of young people are, even if I don't agree with what they're reading, uh, I am happy that they're so passionately reading it. 
They are passionate yeah. readers. Yeah, exactly. That, that's important. Yeah. And they're in their 20s, and they're really excited about it, and they're reading, you know, um, some of the, like, what do they call it? I'm not into this, so that's why I'm struggling. Oh, dark acad- academia and stuff like that. Um, oh. Yeah, they're really into, I mean, passionately into that and and um, and fantasies dark. and romance. and. Damia. Wow. Yeah, okay. I never even heard of that. I, apparently, it's a it's a real category, and there's a lot of books under dark academia, and it's really hot right now. Interesting. Yeah, and and the, and the other thing I thought, found out about because of BookTube. BookTube is on YouTube. It's like a uh-huh. like a community under uh, YouTube called BookTube. Uh-huh. But the other thing I found out, and I found this out because I was at Barnes and Noble looking for my birthday present. There's a thing called Book Talk, which is TikTok. TikTok, yes. But yes. it's Book Talk because, it is, and these kids are getting their referrals from TikTok. Yeah. It's and but and they're really excited about it. To me, I don't care what you're reading as long as you're reading. Just read, read, read. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as a teacher librarian, you know, me, that's what we try and encourage, right? Uh, I mean, read graphic novels, read, uh, you know, comics, uh, read, uh, you know, joke books, whatever, but as long as you're reading. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, like, there were um, people I used to work with in customer service, and they they were proud that they didn't read, which always annoyed me into my very book-loving reading core. I hated that. Uh-huh. And so I would be really sneaky. <laughs> and, like, this guy who was right across from me, he was, like, really proud because, you know, just, he just did games. He wasn't into books. Uh-huh. So for the holidays, I for Christmas, I got him uh, – he, he loved baseball and football – so I got him um, Brian Song, the book. Oh, the book, yeah. not the movie. Even though the movie's great, yeah. But I got him the book, and yeah. uh-huh. he loved it. He had no yeah. idea that there were books that he could get so into that was about one of the sports he loved. And then he started to read all kinds of stuff. I kept yeah. seeing him across from me reading books instead of playing games. You just gotta well, get them started. You got someone hooked on reading. That's commendable. Thank you. Yeah, I did yeah. that a lot. I did that a lot. There was another girl who, she was sort of like a matchmaker. She was into clothes. She was into all this stuff. So I got her Emma. Nice. And she loved it. <laughs> she had no idea oh, yeah. that I was doing it because she was like Emma. But uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but but she loved it, and she read the uh, whole book. And I'm like, yeah. you know, that's the point. You just you have to, yeah. if you want these people that say, I never read, and I'm really proud of it, and I just, you know, reading's boring and all this other stuff. But if you give them something that's within their sphere, that's yeah. something that they're interested in, they'll read it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So you're right. If you're all you readers out there who are trying to get their kids to read or pe- coworkers to read, 
listen to what they're talking about and then be sneaky and give it to them for a birthday present or a holiday present. <laughs> Way to get them hooked, right? Yeah. Yes. Hey, absolutely. it's a healthy hook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's something healthy. Uh, um, yeah. You know, and I'd rather um, kids buy books than um, buy other stuff that's not good for them. Yeah, and I'm going to suggest maybe buying one of mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buy Edie's book. <laughs> you can buy one of mine too. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm just I I but you but you have to be really very careful with with somebody like that because they're proud that they don't read. So if you give them a book that's really based on what they like, that's that's the way to go. So really really do some research. Really listen to what they're saying and look into the books that you think would fit their personality. Don't just give them a book. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm reading uh, a Tale of Two Cities. Here, you want a copy? No, that's not the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah absolutely. Do your research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you can get people who say they don't like reading to read if you do it right. <laughs> it's sneaky, but it works. <laughs> um, So... Uh, do you have any um, other things coming up, any uh, events or conventions or book fairs? Uh, not really. I mean, um, the, I'm in between. I had, um, um, I had a launch, like I said, last November for Magenta. So that is, uh, that's another one of my young adult um, novels, and that, too, is published by Fire and Ice, uh, Fire and Ice Young Adult and New Adult Publishing, uh, and they are the same people who are publishing my Alice series. So, uh, so that was last November, and I'm hoping to have uh, the launch for this duology in early December, late November, early December of this year. Cool. And mm-hmm. um, we're coming to the end, so. So people can reach out and say hi. Do you have a website that they could find you at? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So they can, uh, my website, they can, um, it's, uh, I'm, they can either go to Twitter, and I'm at egraciani1, so uh, egraciani1, or they can go to my website, and that is, um, uh, edgraziani slash wix dot com slash egraziani author, and even if you Google the if you Google edgraziani or egraziani g r a z i a n i, um, I'll pop up somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you on Instagram or Facebook? I am. I'm on Instagram as well. Um, as well, I. My uh, username is E Graziani on Instagram, and on Facebook, my handle is uh, let's see now, uh, Facebook.com/slash E Graziani Author. Okay. So or it's all E Graziani. E Graziani is the way to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I want to thank you for taking the time of coming on my show. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure chatting with you, Sherry. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry.